Jack and Jill here. Hi. Welcome to the Land Academy Show, entertaining land investment talk. I'm Stephen Jack Butella. And I'm Jill DeWitt, broadcasting from the Valley of the Sun. Today's Jack Thursday, and I'm going to talk about how money is a terrible manager. Yeah, you know what? I hate working for money. Yep. Money is a jerk. If you work for your money, it's the worst <laughs> boss you're going to have. Totally. He's really unforgiving. You notice I made it a he. <laughs> it's not a she. Money is a he. Money's a he. <laughs> and he is a jerk. He's demanding. He's unforgiving. He always wants more. And he has no emotion. It's never enough. No emotion. And exactly. No, he complains all the time. No explanation. <laughs> exactly. There's no explaining why he, you were late or oh yeah, why nope. It's unforgiving. Totally. That's right. And he always says you didn't give me enough. Mm-hmm. You're not doing enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you wanted that nice bracelet last week, so here we are. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's money. Man, somebody needs to fire that guy. <laughs> He's going to fire you before That's you fire true. Let's, money. We need to like sabotage money and get him out of there. <laughs> cool. Before we get into it, let's take a question posted by one of our members on our on, uh, landinvestors.com online community. It's free. And please don't forget to subscribe on the Land Academy YouTube channel. Comment on the shows you like. Okay. Martin wrote, I am brand new to Land Academy. I have a full-time job and three little kids. Oh, uh, boy. And I want to be successful. How much time do I really need to devote to this? That's- First of all, <laughs> go ahead. Everyone yeah. has been where you are. Okay, good. I wasn't sure where you're going with this. <laughs> so it's not like, darn it, I'm too late to the party, or yeah, man, I made a bunch of mistakes. I shouldn't have had that third kid. I mean, maybe that's true, but that's up to that's you. That's where I thought you were going with this. <laughs> <laughs> so you need to to really put your head into the right mindset where everyone's yeah. been in some version of this situation just about everyone there's some there's some exceptions that our world likes to make a huge example of like you know people born with a silver spoon in their mouth but they have their own set of problems yeah that are, i would argue are way worse than uh tackling what you're about to tackle yeah that's true so what would you tell martin get organized and get uh hopefully your uh the mother of your kids or uh, whoever your partner is, is on board. Boy, it's really going to make it much, much, much harder. They have to be on board. If you're not a unified front with whoever you're involved with, with the kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then that's an issue that if you're not, you know, then you're going to, you, that's overcomable. You can find mm-hmm. another, find a person that is on board. Well, you can get them on board. That's my, that's my goal. You need to have, this is a whole different, now we're taking it in a different okay. direction. I think we should though, because I yeah. think this is important. It is true. Like I have talked to many, you know, wives and husband and wives, you know, and said, what do you need to know? Like, and that's, I think part of it is because we're a couple, it makes it easier for other people to embrace us, other couples and women to go, all right, Jill's there. Jill's there is going to make sure this all well, doesn't go sideways. What I'm getting at is we didn't start with the same, we didn't start as a couple. True. We started with other people and True. they turned out not to be the partners that we wanted. Yeah, that's, a, that's a whole nother show. <laughs> but and so, so we, we found the partners that we wanted. But, you know, well, uh, let me, I have one thing to say about that. And I want to get back to the question, <laughs> which is we have a member in, uh, we just sent into Career Path 5 last week. And I thought this was brilliant. One of our, one of our members, kind of in a similar situation with you, he's got a two-year-old. And, uh, and, and another one or one or two, I don't know how many kids he's got, but anyway, he 
very smartly bought a nice, bought a case of his wife's favorite wine. And he only brings that, <laughs> that bottle out when there's something to celebrate. So she knows when this bottle's coming out, he did some great deal and there's something we're celebrating. I'm like, that's brilliant. Because that gets her excited. Yeah. That's his way of telling his wife, like, we're doing great, baby. You know, mm -hmm. here comes this fancy wine. I'm like, that's, that's awesome. So, but back to the Martin's question is how much time, you know, Martin, as much as you can, you know, as much as you can, because it's just going to get you there faster. But, and the more organized you are, the easier it's going to be like, if you're organizing, you give yourself tasks and you divide it out, then it's not going to feel like a crazy week or a lot going on. Like this week is picking an area and I have, I allotted two hours on Monday night and I have this much time on Thursday. And then on Sunday afternoon, while the kids are at the park, I've got my laptop on my lap and uh, I'm wrapping it up. We've all heard these stories of people um, writing novels in between four o'clock and five thirty in the morning True. before everybody gets up, before the kids get up, True. and then you know they write half of a chapter or even just a paragraph every right. day, and True. end up you know at the end of that if they're extremely talented end up with Harry Potter, and <laughs> so there's this is no different. Yeah, you know if you have to put an hour and a half in, go to bed as early as you can, go to bed with the toddler at the same time that the toddler is going to bed and get up before them or however you can manage it that's just that's what, what this takes and jill and i have been through this collectively and separately yeah remember the 4 a.m club yep we the had a group club we had a group inside atlanta camp they may still be floating around there i bet they are i'm sure there is a version of this right now but they called themselves the 4 a.m club they found that they were all online at the same time and it was like 4 a.m in discord <laughs> yeah. uh-huh and uh chatting and working together on deals because that's when they could get the get it done like you just said they had to get up at four. They could put in from four to five, and then or five thirty, whatever it was, and then they get ready, and then they wake the kids up and start their day, and that's what they do. And it got them there. The short answer to the question is: you have to do whatever it takes, and without being so ultra organized, you're just it's going to hurt true. more. That's true. It's just like working out, it, and, you, and it's going to feel great when you're done. And it's terrible while it's happening. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> Today's Jack Thursday. I'm gonna, I should. I'm going to talk about how money is a terrible manager. This is why you're listening. You do not want your money to manage you, and the vast majority of people, me included, have gone through. You know, most a lot of people probably go through it their entire lives. They let money manage themselves. Manage them. Mm -hmm. I know I did, and I'm pretty sure Jill did at the beginning of our of our lives. You know, we did what, what everybody told us to do. We went to school uh, at whatever school we we could handle and stand and got went out and got a job and then and then started moving forward or backward depending on how it goes but the more stuff you accumulate you know you've got a bunch of money coming oh, in yeah. you start buying a house and a car and a car payment and whatever else it's money and a boat money and a starts to laugh at you in the face yeah yep you bought a house with a mortgage that's 50 percent of, of what money coming in every month, now you're spending it on a house that may or may not make money in the end. You don't know. That's true. But that's what we were told. Our parents made a lot of money on their houses, so I guess we should. Not the case at all. Right. You have to get your arms around uh, how much money is coming in, how much money is going out. And if you can't stand, the like me, the idea of your man money managing you, you want to get that want to flip that situation around 
you're going to have to figure out how to scale the money that you have and create a revenue stream for yourself that is not tied to your time. Meaning in four or five hours, I can have six deals under contract and then I can start to get everybody in motion, a transaction coordinator or whoever's involved in my business at the time, uh, real estate agents, multiple real estate agents to start using my money and not taking my time to, to make me more money. Because mm -hmm. it will control you. And a natural state, you know, if you plant a garden and you don't do what it takes to, man to manage the garden and for however you control the weeds and bugs and all of that, you're going to end up with a disaster, with an unusable product. Right. It's just amazing um, how I'm, there's times you make decisions based. You know what? what let me run this, run this by you. So I'm letting my money manage my life. You just explained like the bad way, right? How you don't want to do it. But what about, well, hold on a second. I just explained it the bad way. <laughs> explain the bad way. <laughs> Not exploited or whatever it is. You just, let me, there's, there's times where, let me back up. There's times where there's a way, there's a, a situation where you might have your money manage your life a little bit based on, here's what I'm trying to get at. How many people live in places that are way too much money than they can afford? A and, lot of people. Okay. So, and they have no real way to change that financially. So in that situation, maybe they make a decision to move somewhere where they can afford because it's going to, like this, how about this situation you just said, half of my income, half of my income is going to my townhouse because I live in Seattle. Well, you know what? I could leave Seattle because I'm remote anyway. And I could work somewhere else, and it's a whole lot less expensive. So I'm kind of letting money drive that decision, but I don't think that's a bad decision. What do you think about that? I think that moving is uh, an amazing way to save a, an incredible amount of money. I think that okay. you need to sit down with a yellow pad of paper or an Excel spreadsheet or whatever makes sense to you and look at your money, where it's going, and be willing to adjust to the, some of the changes if this is really, really important to you. Otherwise, very, very quickly, it's going to control you maybe forever. Yeah. That's sad. It's depressing. It's terrible. This is yeah. a terrible topic to talk about, but it's the end of the year, you know, and I'm, I can't count the number of times uh, that I would, you know, back in the day when I, when it was controlling me, where you go to the ATM machine and you're like, maybe, yeah. maybe I can get 20 bucks out of this. I don't know. You know, I had a whole, almost. Is it a, a young rookie thing? Yeah. Because I did that too. Absolutely. I've, I've walked through the grocery, I remember going through the grocery store with a calculator. I knew I, I, exactly how much I could spend. And I had to like yeah. stand on the grocery store and make decisions with my calculator in my hand on what we could afford and couldn't afford. I remember literally taking home economics in high school and learning how to bake a cake and cookies and all kinds of awesome stuff and, and learning how to me. sew a button on <laughs> and all of that. And then there was a tiny little module about budgeting. And that's oh, it. That's silly. My parents never. So, and I'm not complaining. I'm just saying that's what this is. That's the way we are. Uh, that's the environment that we live in. And I don't think, you know, our, our kids don't seem to have this problem. And it's probably, I don't ever remember. No, I did with a couple of them. Sat them down and said, this is how budgets work. We know what we did too. We kind of put them on that path, path ahead of time. By They worked. All the kids had jobs. You know, in high school, they all had jobs. That I think that's really a good thing too, starting out there. And, it's, and they laugh at the kids that they go to college with that. They graduate college. And they, that's now they're getting their very first job ever. I'm like, 
what? And they're like, I know. This person doesn't even know how to get on a public bus. Yeah. I'm like, that's tragic. Look, they can't count change. That's tragic. There's only a few <laughs> yeah. ways that this ends. And here's a, I think there's, I can count three in my head. Number okay. one, you go to school and you get a job and you work your entire life. And if you're lucky in a job, you have a job with a pension uh, or otherwise you end up working your entire life because money's controlling you. It's yeah. managing you. Uh, or you save, you're incredibly uh, savvy, mm -hmm. which most people aren't, including me. Save a little bit every uh, couple of paycheck, every paycheck. You're very money savvy. Well, it's just sick, took too long. Oh, okay. I'm not, I'm not going to have $13 come out of my paycheck to go into an IRA fund. So I have $120,000 when I turn 65. I'm just not going to do that. I understand. But you, you know, it's better than nothing. <laughs> it's true. So the vast majority of the people that are in the workforce in this country, that's how that's going to end. The second way is you happen to be incredibly good at what you do and you get promoted a lot. This is probably the worst thing that can happen. In fact, I'd probably, I would rather work at McDonald's my entire life then get promoted into that, uh, you know, to that golden, it's just a false sense of, I don't know what that's Golden term. handcuffs. Yeah, golden handcuffs. And so now you're, you're working 40 to 80 hours a week in a, in a, a management executive position, making a quarter of a million dollars a, a, a year, which, you know, by anybody's standards, a ton of money, maybe, what does that end up being? Nine, eight or $9,000 paycheck. And so now you got a bigger house. And you got a more angry wife and you know and you got a new stove because that's what you're supposed to do and on and on and this is that's that's worse uh. or you can find something to do that you really enjoy that's actually scalable and work at it little by little by little like uh, what was the name of the martin uh, martin today and get yourself out of it mm -hmm. and so you're you are in complete control over it and then cost control and revenue control it's all about control because mm -hmm. if you don't control it, like that garden scenario, it's going to get overgrown with weeds and bugs and it will, will not yield any fruit or uh, vegetables at the end. Thank you. Good analogy. Happy you could join us today. Five days a week, you can find us here at the Land Academy Show. Tomorrow's Jill Friday and she's going to, I quote now, screw it and do it. Talk about a quote from uh, Career Path 5. Yeah. <laughs> This is uh, sung to Joe for some reason. Oh, totally. I'm like, Ed, I'm writing this down. You're not alone <laughs> in your real estate ambition. Yeah, that was really, really funny. That O2O was... offers to owners as an amazing year-end uh, discounted deal. You should really take a look at it if you if you are the type of person who wants to take advantage of the year-end tax uh, potential tax benefit and pre-plan your mailers for next year. Yep. Check it out. It's 12 days of Christmas, ending on Christmas. So get on it fast. Just telling you right now, as does Land Academy. So check that out too. I have a great thing going on right now, end of the year. Trying to help help as many people as we can. We, we are Jack, Jack and Jill. Jill. Information and inspiration. To buy undervalued property.